Hey guys, welcome back to the Jess Lewis Show. This is episode 15. I cannot believe I'm approaching almost doing this for four months now. So today is Tuesday, September 15th, 2020. And I have shifted, I think last week too, that I recorded this on a Tuesday. I think that's better than doing it on Monday. Monday is my day where I'm like back from the weekend and trying to get all my business admin work stuff done and I think Tuesdays might be better but now today is Tuesday and I kind of feel like energy zapped so I'm gonna try to not be like uh, low energy and boring um and I kind of have random things on my mind so today's Tuesday the 15th and tomorrow is Wednesday the 16th 2020 which is my 40th birthday I've never really had a weird reaction to birthdays as I've gotten older and I actually like birthdays, but it does, I'm not going to lie, feel kind of weird turning 40. I never really thought when I was younger, really much past where my life would be past my 30s. I was always kind of, for whatever reason, focused on my 30s. I really always looked forward to turning 30 and being in my 30s. And 30s were great. I'm no complaints, obviously, just like everybody has life. I've had my ups and downs and learned lots of lessons in the past decade. But 40 feels a little weird. I don't feel old. I kind of still feel like I'm like 16 or something like that sometimes. Um, Health-wise, I still feel great. Definitely feel a little bit older. Like I don't feel like as spry as maybe I did in my 20s, but I'm still strong. I'm still healthy. just kind of feels weird to say that I'm 40. Although, if you know me personally, you know that I'm literally, as soon as I turn a certain age, I start telling people, like, I'm going to be the next year. So pretty much all this past year, I've been like, I'm going to be 40. I'm almost 40. I never really said I was 39. So it's like I totally don't even pay attention to the actual age that I am. Anyways, I'm kind of rambling. So what do I want to talk about today? I started to think about, well, maybe I will talk about lessons that I've learned in the past decade or reflecting on 40, but my brain is just not in that space. I don't feel very reflective in a space of like, what have I learned in the past decade? Or, you know, how do I feel about going into 40? Really, it doesn't feel much different. I feel like, okay, just to give two seconds of attention to this topic. Like I said, I'm not really sure where my life will go from here. Um, I don't have any big, huge dreams. I feel pretty grateful that I've achieved and accomplished everything I've set out to do. Um, I never would have imagined that I lived would live in the middle of Middle Tennessee, out in the country, on seven acres with Matt and have chickens, and we're getting goats next weekend. So I don't know if I said this last week, but it's like maybe I'm having a midlife crisis about becoming a farmer. <laughs> I have no idea. But you know what? Everything that I've done in my life, it's kind of been one of those things where I'm like, I never imagined I would be here. I never imagined I would own my own gym. Although I did imagine that one. Um, I never imagined I would own a planner sticker shop. That was a weird one. Sorry, you can probably hear Champy's little nails in the background. Um, I never imagined... Sorry, now Champy is moving around and being annoying. Hold on. I'm going to have to pause because i got to let him out so he doesn't annoy us. Okay, I'm back. After five minutes of trying to figure out what Champy wanted to do and where he wanted to sit, I'm back, and I totally just lost my train of thought. I think what I was saying was 
it's one of those experiences where ever for the most part when I reach a certain goal or something like that I'm always like I never thought I would be here I think that's always a common theme when you're reaching goals so I guess when I think about 40 I think about probably what will come in the next while is figuring out this whole farming thing and becoming more self-sufficient raising our animals learning new skills and just continuing to enjoy a simple life. That's kind of like my goal at this point. I don't have any huge career goals or any huge aspirations. Um, I've achieved a lot of things in my life that I'm very proud of, from educationally to professionally to business-wise. Um, we still run our sticker shop. I don't see that changing anytime soon. Obviously, if that, uh, we'll ride that wave as long as we can. And if at some point it doesn't become a viable business, well, then we'll move on to something else. I am doing some remote work for a marketing company, which I really enjoy that a lot. And then also just doing some coaching things, which coaching things, that sounds super professional. Just some coaching um, services as far as like goal coaching and life coaching and health and wellness and all of that stuff, which kind of brings me to the topic that I want to talk about. I am like, my brain is kind of not on a single track right now. So this podcast may kind of go all over the place. Because you know that feeling when you've been like in a lot of virtual meetings, like you've been on Zoom a lot and you've been talking and thinking and staring at a computer and your brain kind of feels fried? That's kind of how I feel right now. So this is probably not the best time to record a podcast, but we're just going to go with it. So back to the topic, coaching, self-help, that whole world. So I wanted to kind of, I don't know what brought this back to my attention, but it is a topic that... I think about from time to time as I do still work as a coach on a very, very part-time basis, and I'm still somewhat in immersed in that world of self-help, personal development, coaching stuff. And this is something that I often think about because it frustrates me a little bit. So we're going to kind of have a just rant. So here's the deal. I really am a person that enjoys learning about human behavior. I have my master's degree in clinical psychology. I have a life coaching certification as a personal trainer. I love helping people understand themselves better so that they can improve their lives and be healthy and happy and enjoy life as much as you can because their time on this planet's really short. And I feel like if you can make your life the way you want it to be, try your hardest to do that. So I like being part of people's process. I think transformation and change is super cool. It is not easy, but I love being in, on somebody's journey with them. So while I'm not as immersed in the health and fitness world as I used to be, and you know, if you've listened to other podcasts, I have some beef with the mainstream fitness industry. Um, and I think that a lot of health and fitness messaging and programming is not beneficial or sustainable to most people. Um, so I've stepped back quite a bit from that. And I found in the past year or so that I've been attracting more clientele that are interested in gaining some support with um, kind of goal setting, planning, um, more life coaching. I almost I have this weird relationship with this or this real reaction with this word coach. Um, but I, I know that is kind of my role, but I feel like it's gotten so watered down with all this whole personal develop self-help industry. But I just feel like I um, like to be offer people some accountability, maybe some mentorship, some coaching, 
um, and help them untangle and get unstuck, get out of their own way and slowly put into place some behavioral changes and mindset changes that allow them to truly do what they want to do and kind of help them sort through all the bullshit that's out there and the hype and the gimmicks and all of that. Because I think that is basically what I wanted to talk about is this guru online course. I have the answer to your problems message that is poured out there. The solution that's poured out there in social media online all of the time by in the variety of niches in the personal development, health, wellness, well-being world. Every time I turn around, I see a new person that is deemed a guru or an expert in their niche offering some kind of course that will help you fix your problem. Now, from a marketing standpoint, I get it, right? It's brilliant. You say, what is the customer's problem that they need solved and you offer the solution like the simplicity of it i get it from a marketing standpoint but i also feel like i get frustrated by this incredibly lucrative industry that is full of empty promises now i don't think the gurus that are offering these online courses and things like that have bad intentions that's not what i'm saying I get it. You need to scale your business. The more people you reach, it's easier to reach more people with a course. The more money you make, it's more sustainable, all that. I get that part. So I don't think people that offer these things are malicious in their intent or trying to pull a fast one on people or offer them something that does not have value. But what I don't like about all of these online courses and these workshops, these virtual workshops and these virtual, now everything's virtual because of COVID, but you know, all of these people that are hosting these seminars and workshops and online courses about how to, you know, live your best life, how to be more productive, how to reach your goals, all of this stuff, all fine and dandy. And for some people, they'll take these courses, workshops, offerings, and um, have some serious aha moments, go home or get to the closure of these events and be able to start implementing the things that they learned, uh, be able to take action based on the insights and awarenesses that came to mind during these events and make strides forward towards their goals. Now, I think in my professional experience, again, there's a lot of value in those and there can be a lot learned, but I think what often happens is there's a lot of excitement and energy around signing up for this next thing, attending this thing, and then when you come home or the course is over, I think the biggest challenge for people is always the execution, and it ends up probably all the money and time invested in attending the course, purchasing the course, going to the event, might not have the return on investment for most people that they would hope for. Now, I don't think most people really stop to think, oh, well, that was kind of a waste of money because there is obviously value in the experience and you will gain knowledge and information in some of these things. But I think it's important to stop when you're saying to yourself, oh, well, I need to sign up for this course or I need to sign up for this workshop or I need to, you know, whatever to stop and really think like, what am I truly trying to get out of this? What is missing? What do I feel like I don't know that I'm hoping that this will give me? Because I think if people will slow down and pause, they'll often find that 
maybe a course or a workshop is truly not what they need. Maybe they need to simply slow down and they need to maybe reach out to, maybe they just need to have a conversation with a family or friend and someone they trust or a mentor or something like that to really uncover what's getting them stuck and to start to be held accountable. Maybe they just need an accountability partner, um, something like that where they can begin to take action, get out of their own way and start moving forward. So, okay, I'm kind of rambling. And as I'm talking, you guys, I'm starting to think like, oh my God, this is going to sound like I'm selling my coaching services about what I'm about to say next. But I hope that you'll know that's not my intention here because that's not. But what I often see is people go to these courses, attend the courses and workshops with a lot of hope. Just like somebody that signs up for the latest and greatest new workout program or weight loss program. You go, oh, this is going to be it. And then it's not sustainable or you don't execute the, the habits or you don't have the accountability, the other systems you need in place so that you can start doing what you learned. And why I think this happens is because most humans, especially adults, don't do really good with self-accountability and actioning things that they learned. When we are in school and we're children, all this stuff is built in for us. But as adults, it's really not. We have to like figure it out for ourselves. And we have to hold ourselves accountable, which is really, really hard for most people without built-in accountability of a job or a boss or a teacher or a coach or something like that. It's really hard to build in that accountability and to continue to go through the process of analyzing how things are working or not working and make adjustments. So what I'm trying to say in this not clear way is I think most people would benefit more from doing some form of individual coaching versus a cookie cutter generic online course or workshop. Because when you have a relationship with a coach, a mentor, whatever you want to call it, they are one-on-one talking to you. They're trying to understand your situation, your life, what makes you tick, what's getting in your way, and they help work with you to uncover what is the best thing for you to do next. They ask you, um, you know, they ask you questions that allow you to uncover more things, to hold you accountable. They check in with you weekly. They help you analyze as you go and adjust and assess where you're going, what things need to be changed, tweaking it, saying, okay, this isn't working. Let's try this approach. It's all about the process. It's all not, yes, we all want to get to that outcome, but a coach helps you with the process. They walk side by side with you and they ask tough questions and they keep you accountable and they guide you along and they really truly try to bring out in you what is hard to bring out on your own and what might be stuck in there without somebody kind of you know prodding a little bit now we're not talking about therapy prodding i'm not talking about counseling and deep unconscious work that's a different thing i i i was a therapist it's a different that looks different than coaching but i think working with a coach one-on-one allows person people an individualized experience and it allows them to truly craft a plan to go forward based on where they are personally at, what's in their way, what you're willing and ready to attack, and holding you accountable. 
I personally get really frustrated with all of this crap I see with all of these gurus saying, oh, take my five-day productivity course and go to the this weekend because this is going to be the thing that you need to get you reaching your goals and this system is going to work and this and people spend hundreds and thousands of dollars going to all of these gurus workshops courses and all of this stuff and i think this online i love technology but this online course thing is out of control there is an online course for freaking anything when i had gi issues there was like online courses to help heal your gut there's online courses to help you be more productive there's online courses to help you do x y and z and look i'm not against online courses when you need when you're in a position where you need knowledge and information I think an online course can be great. And for some people, online courses do allow to some degree the development of some self-awareness and insight. But for the most part, systems that are being presented and information being presented in some form of online course or big group workshop is going to be general, right? It's going to be generalized so that it can apply to the, to the most common situation. And then you have to take that general information and bring it down to your personal situation and figure out a way to break down that information and execute it in a way that will work for you and as well as keep yourself accountable. So it puts most of the work, 90% of the work in your hands, which is great if you're the type of person that's really good at creating your own plan and executing it and holding yourself accountable after one of these events or online courses. And I think the the downfall of a lot of online courses is again there's this this message that it like it holds the solution to all your problems that this you're going to learn something that you've never heard before that is going to fix everything. And I don't think that's typically the case. Now, I'm not saying you can't do an online course for whatever area of life it is and find some really really valuable information that you needed. Again, if you're in the process of part the if you're in the stage of change where you really are needing to gather information and knowledge because you know you need to understand more things to get yourself moving forward, they're valuable. But I think also, even if you're in that stage, you need to be mindful of the fact that an online course is not going to save your life for the most part. I'm sure people might disagree with me, but it's just this concept that all of the things that you need are outside of you and are held by this guru that has the answers to your problems is the issue that I have. I approach coaching from this concept or from the stance and perspective that my client truly knows what is best and they have the answers. I'm just there to help them figure it out. I don't have all of the answers. I don't live their life, but I can help as they tell me stories and help me understand them that I can see the patterns and the trends and where they're getting stuck and help ask questions that will allow them to move beyond those points, gain the awareness they need, start to build the willingness so that they can start to move forward. I've been to some great workshops, guys. I was went through life coach training. It was all workshops. And we would sit there and we do activities and we connect with people in person. And it's a great experience to be in person with like-minded people and sometimes even virtually with like-minded people, although in person's better. But I get how great it can feel to go to these events and to be part of these things that seem to make us feel better. 
because we feel connected. We feel like we belong. We feel like we're around people that understand us or are into the same thing as us. And those, that part of personal development and, and happiness is very real. But I also want people to understand that going to a workshop or attending an online course and feeling good for that moment or that weekend or whatever is great. But feeling good is not always the thing that moves us forward either. Unfortunately, the reality of change is a lot of times we've got to feel crappier. Now, I know we go to these workshops and things like that, and um, oftentimes they're emotional, right? And we are like having these aha moments and we're, you know, hugging people and crying and all of that. So there is going to be that real raw part of it, which also can kind of be addicting. We get excited about going about this, going to this thing that's going to be this emotional roller coaster, right? We're going to feel connected and we're going to have these aha moments and we're going to get all this love and support and empathy and all of that. And it can feel exciting and it can feel like this is going to be the thing that kicks me into the next thing. Um, And then we come home and we feel good, but then that weekend's gone and we might not really even utilize any of the things that we learned, the experiences that we had, the awarenesses that we came to. So my point is, I'm not saying you should never attend another online course. You should never go to another workshop again. But what I'm saying is really be mindful of why you are doing that, what you are looking for. And if a hands-off online course or a generalized workshop is truly the best thing for you. I'm not saying you should coach with me. I'm just saying consider that maybe a more individualized, personalized, one-on-one approach to help you get where you want to be may be a better investment of your money. A lot of people get, you know, understandably so apprehensive about going into one-on-one coaching because of the cost. A lot of coaches are very expensive. Um, and that's because there is a lot of one-on-one time there between your, you know, virtual coaching session to your weekly check-ins. There is a lot of time given from your coach. So there can be a cost there. And so sometimes it can be easier financially to digest the idea of doing some kind of online course or virtual group type of thing because it makes the cost less, right? If we're doing an online course, it's pre-recorded. Maybe it's only a couple hundred dollars versus working with a coach is going to be an ongoing thing of a couple hundred dollars, you know, a month, depending on who you're working with. I don't charge a couple hundred dollars a month, but I know coaches that do. Um, you know, so I think people have a hard time justifying the cost of one-on-one because it is typically more expensive. But if you figure, let's say some of these online courses are expensive, five, six, seven hundred dollars for a productivity course or a how to do, I don't know, something else, personal development. And at the end of the day, where I don't know that people stop and go, did I get my money's worth out of that? And again, I'm not like dissing the people that offer these courses and I'm not saying there's not value, but if you spend five, six, seven hundred, a thousand dollars to attend some kind of online workshop course thing, are you truly seeing the return on investment there? And how might your return on investment be different if you were to invest that same amount of money into a individual coach? Now, is an individual coach going to always have, oh, Champy's walking around again. Is an individual coach 
always going to have pretty workbooks and worksheets and all of these things? Maybe not because they're going to be working one-on-one with you. And as they have conversations with you, oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so sorry. He is just not sitting still. Hold on one second. I'm back. Maybe this was a sign I should not have done a podcast today. But I think an individual coach, they might not have some pretty package to offer you with all these, you know, workshops and or worksheets and different things like that. But what they're going to give you is, again, personalized, customized, individualized attention and guidance. So instead of saying, here is the system that I've used for all of these people and it has worked, They may have a framework that they use or a system that is the backdrop of how they think about things, but then they're going to listen to your individual story and go, okay, this particular tool, this particular way process might work good for you. Let's explore this idea. So it might not be this pretty, you know, pretty package of, um, again, worksheets and workbooks and fancy lingo for different things and all of that stuff, but it's going to be about understanding you, your process, and helping you move forward. Now, if you're somebody that's really good at taking generalized concepts, systems, and principles and applying them to yourself and making it work for you, I think online courses, programs, workshops are probably a great tool. And again, if you're somebody that is in a position where you have the funds and you want to, you're in an information gathering phase, I think maybe workshops and online courses are great. But if you're struggling with the execution of things, changing habits, changing your mindset, putting goals into action, I I have found that most people do better with individual coaching. And again, not every coach is affordable. Um, and it may seem like a huge investment, so that might not always be the right solution because just, again, the cost may or may not work for you, but think about what value you can get from working with somebody individually versus buying a generalized product. And I think, again, just buyer beware with the promises that you are hearing from any given guru, you know, this again, yes. Do they have testimonials of people that have done great with their program or whatever you want to call it? Sure. Like everybody has that. Every coach person has that. But again, remember a lot of that stuff is marketing. Um, and even if their clients are incredibly satisfied, just make sure that you know exactly what you need before you buy into hype. I feel like I'm not really portraying what I want to say because I feel like my energy level is really low right now. So this podcast is in a very weird mental space. I feel like I'm in a weird mental space because really, honestly, what I want to say is like I get so sick and tired of hearing all of these guru people telling you they have the answers to your problems. Like, I guess I could have just like, that would have been like end of podcast, right? Like, I just, it's irritating to me. Every time I turn around and I see the latest person that I follow that I like, I like their content saying like, oh, now I have this five-day course on how to be more productive. Now I have this five, this 30-day course on how to um, reach your goals or lose weight or improve your health. Every time, I mean, it's again, I get it. Like I understand the information seeking thing, but I feel like we're in this position now with the amazingness of the internet that we 
just consume, 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 consume so much information and we don't digest it and execute it. So if you are in consumption mode um, with content, information, and you are finding yourself not utilizing any of what you're consuming, you're not digesting it and processing and using it and you just keep consuming the next thing, the next book, the next guru, the next online course, the next workshop, I highly encourage you to take pause and analyze what's going on and pick a thing and work on it. So you may not need a coach. Just take all the things you've learned and pick one thing. Um, and I know everybody likes to like like a person, right? Like there's certain people I follow and I'm like, I like their content. I like the way they think. So we all have those people, right? That just jive with the way our brain works. They feel like they get us. It feels like our, our tribe of people or, or, you know, whatever. But I think tread lightly. Remember, nobody is perfect. We put all these gurus up on pedestals and that just means at some point they're going to come crashing down. So I think we just need to approach that with open eyes and know that all these people that we deem experts definitely have great things to share, lots of value, lots of great knowledge and information, but nobody's perfect. Um, everybody's thinks, you know, understanding of things will change and evolve over time. And we need to always, 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 in my opinion, look within and try to understand ourselves better and not always rely on external sources to help us figure out our problems, especially when it's generalized information. Um, okay, I think I just need to stop talking for today because my brain is just slowing down and I don't feel like I'm making as much sense as I hoped I would when I started this podcast. So I don't know if that makes sense. This was all over the place. Note to self, do not record a podcast when you're mentally kind of need a break. That's, that's the moral of the story. Moral of the story is look within, consider personalized coaching. Doesn't have to, obviously I'm not saying me, just anybody like find somebody that like you jive with and work with somebody to help you hold you accountable, uncover your stuff and walk on the journey of change with you. That sounded really weird. Um, and just beware, beware of marketing hype, beware of the message, beware of the, the empty promises. And it's not again that they intend to give you empty promises, but just beware if you're just seeking out hope and a magic answer and the next thing, and you just keep consuming and consuming and just start digesting, slowing down and work on one thing at a time. Okay. I don't know. I don't know, guys, if you listen to this, let me know if my head was just all over the place and I should have just like not recorded today. All right, you guys know where to find me, jessamlewis.com and jessica underscore m underscore lewis on Instagram. And I will talk to you next week.